So, Kim, is it the same with every cat? The same? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> every cat is uh, different, just like us. We all have our own personalities. Mm-hmm. And um, you can never anticipate how a cat's going to react. You right. know, even my own cats, they're very friendly. But um, the first time I went to groom my new cat, I thought, oh, yeah, he'll be a really good boy. And, you know, I underestimated how he was going to react. And so when owners think, oh, yeah, no, my cat's going to be really good. He's a really gentle cat. Um, We don't know how they're going to react. Right. Yeah. Does the same cat sometimes react differently and comes back? Yeah. I've got some cats that... Look how well he's doing with his manicure. I've got some cats that come in that are really, really nervous the first time they come in, mm-hmm. or aggressive, and they, they get better each time they come in. And then there's cats that start out really, really good, where I've never had to mug them uh, in the beginning, and they increasingly get more and more aggressive and defensive, wow. and each time gets harder and harder. Yeah, they get more and more comfortable with me, and they're like, okay, no, I don't like what she's doing, and I'm going to, you know, really put the brakes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I have one cat that I can't even do anymore, and the first time I did him, I did him without a muzzle. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, some cats really love it. Um, they love the after effects. They don't always necessarily like the process, but almost always my clients come back and um, you know express how much the cat enjoys the groom being Mm -hmm. shaved down and I started wondering why do cats love being shaved down and the only thing I could come up with is that cats are a very clean animal and when they've been shaved down they're pristine yeah at that point Mm mm-hmm yeah is he one of the more hairy cats you've seen? No, I see, I have cats that come in like Persians are really thick coated and huge shedders, uh, so he would not be considered one of the heavier coated cats. He's a, he would be considered like a medium length cat. Right. Okay, let's go here, Henry. So far, so good, sweetheart. But uh, and he loves to be brushed, so he'll probably okay with this yeah the earlier you start working with your cat the the better off they're going to be any animal for that matter interacting with them grooming mm-hmm. um, they're going to be more accepting do you do the head or just the body um, I generally leave the mane and that's the lion look yeah uh, I have some people that just like to go right from the neck back if they're just really trying to rid the animal the coat the cat of all hair, yeah. but leaving the mane and then you shave their tail down to the palm is very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a little lion in the house walking around strutting. Nice. <laughs> He's a little ribbons. What are you doing? Just a kiss at ease. A big kiss. Kisses help. But yeah, just um, the, the nicest thing about shaving the cat is, first of all, you're not having to deal with all that hair right. in the house that's been floating around, shedding from their body. And 
another advantage of shaving the cat is um, eliminating gnats. And also, um, cats that are swallowing a lot of hair that are throwing up. Yeah, he does. Uh, does he? A couple times a week. Oh, okay. Well, this I'll be gone instantly then. Yeah, no I more throwing up. Usually, Kara's cleaning it up because I'm at work. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, whoever sees it first has to clean it. But well, someone said they should invent an alarm clock that sounds like a cat puking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fly out of bed. Exactly. <laughs> So it's a nice break for him, not having to swallow that hair yeah. and then bringing it back up with some discomfort. Now, compared to most cats that you do, how is he reacting so far? Pretty good. And I, I can actually tell by his demeanor, um, but, you know, partly because I've been working with animals for 36 years, uh, their energy indicates um, their state of mind mm -hmm. and right now his energy is very calm and so even when I get to his front legs I don't anticipate him lashing out because he seems like a pretty cool pretty cool dude yeah <laughs> hey buddy let's turn you around and see what you like with your front legs hmm. let's have a look <laughs> oh he looks good though well he looks we're getting I mean, there Looks good for sure. Oh, mommy's laughing at you. She says it's not funny. It's great. <laughs> Look at Crow when she comes home after she's got her hair all chopped off after she's had it long for so long. You know, it's like, oh, it's like yeah, yeah. You know, he's gonna walk around going, oh, I feel a little naked. What just happened to me? <laughs> but at the same time, he'll be like, wow, this feels good. Do you have to have a special kind of a vacuum? How do you deal with all this hair? Oh, I just I just suck it all up with a shot vac. Okay, couldn't be without a shot vac, and <laughs> or a Bluetooth. Right. <laughs> and how how long have you been how long have you been at this location? Um, I'm in my let's see here. Um, my son is 18, and he was sitting on that rug when he was three. Mm. So this at uh, 15 years here at this location. What's the hairiest cat you've ever seen? Oh, um, when you say hairiest cat, I'm thinking of the most matted cat okay. I've ever seen. And that was a cat that came in one day. Um, oh, look, he just licked my finger, see? Yeah. He's a good boy. Look at him. It was a cat that came in that was extremely matted. Like, I'm talking every square inch of its body, even its legs. And, um, and that was just lack of brushing? Uh, yeah, and you know, I think it was kind of right... It was right when I first started doing cats, about eight years ago. I kind of went into cats about eight years ago, more exclusively. And not, a, not too many people were grooming cats at that point. And I think it's, you know, catching on more and more now. Um, people are realizing that they can do this for their cat. They, people have been doing it for their dogs for years. Right. You know, shaving down a golden retriever or a Samoid or whatever breed it happens to be that's got a lot of hair, and they just go, you know what, I don't need all this hair, even though it's it's beautiful on the breed. Let's get rid of it. Because mm -hmm. it's either the temperatures that they're living in or um, just for the comfort, mostly the comfort for the animal. Sure. So yeah, more and more people are grooming their cats now, and that particular person maybe just wasn't really privy to grooming, shaving a cat. How did you get into this business? Oh, 
Ah, interesting question. One of my own cats. Mm -hmm. I had a white cat, and black is my favorite color. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right? As women, we love black. And so I was always picking white hairs off me. And my husband, at the time, would take the lint roller to him. I'm like, oh, my God, that's, that's not very effective. And so <laughs> I, I decided to shave him. Yeah. And that's where it started. I shaved him down, and, I, and it was like, oh, my gosh, is this ever nice, having this hair gone? And so I decided that um, I'm pretty sure this is something that could catch on, and there are other people that would like to do this. Yeah. And that's when I started kind of pushing myself, advertising, and now I don't have to advertise. It's just really word of mouth. Um, people are talking to their friends, other people, and telling them how much they love to have their cap shaved down. And people do it. Once they do it, they're hooked. How many cats do you think you've done in your career? Oh, my goodness. Oh. Hundreds? Thousands? Uh, hundreds. Yeah. Um, in the summertime, I'm doing about 100 a month. Wow. So over, but those are some of those are repeat customers. Yeah. Slows down in the winter, fall. But look yeah. how good he's being. Yeah. What a baby. He's a nice guy. What a good baby. Yeah. This interview would be going a lot different if he was freaking out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't be having this talk with you while I was wrestling with a cat. <laughs> do you do more cats or dogs? Now I'm doing more cats. Mm. Yeah. And I love working on cats. Um, there are, most groomers do not like working on cats because they can be dangerous. I've got a lot of scars on my arms, mm. lots of learning wounds, but uh, with a cat, the best way to work with a cat is just being really super gentle mm -hmm. and not putting them on the defense. Right. Um, cats become very defensive and um, that's when they're going to lash out. And when they're in a situation like this, like we know that cats don't transport as easily as a dog. And so when they leave their environment, they're immediately on edge and defensive. Yeah. To, a, to a, an extent. Your cat is calming right down nicely. He feels safe because you are in here with him. Yeah. Which is why I allow my clients in with the cat. Because that's their person. Right. Right? So it lowers their defense level. But you're also confident. You're not giving the cat any reason to be anxious because you feel like you know what you're doing and you've, you've, you're holding him in a way that is confident. It is assertive. Yeah. And, and I, you know, there's a quote from the um, Caesar Milan, yeah. and yes. it works with all animals, in my, in my opinion, calm and assertive. Yes. Right? That's so exactly the animal feels that energy. And as long as you go in with a positive attitude, like you don't go in with an attitude of, oh, I'm scared of this cat. He's probably going to get me. That cat's going to pick that up. Right. And then you're going to have problems. Animals are amazing in that respect of picking up our energy. That's their language. It's like the one person in the house that's allergic to the cat, and the cat always goes to that person. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. I'm going to mess with them. <laughs> Every time. They have a sense of humor. 
Well, I think cats kind of like people that are more laid back. They don't like people lunging at them or coming at them too aggressively. And the person without allergies is kind of just staying back. They like to admire them from afar. Good point. And I think the cat probably picks up on that and says, hey, I like you. You're kind of laid back, right? You're not mauling me. (laughs) They're trying to maul me. So when you shaved your cat... How did your cat react? Were you nervous? Was your cat nervous? How did, how well, did you get through it? He was such a good specimen <laughs> to uh, experiment on because he had a beautiful personality. And so he made my job relatively straightforward and easy and gave me that confidence to try again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I've had some cats that have really um, pushed the limits as far as, um, you know, moving forward through the groom right um so i do have a muzzle that we can try on hold on here sure and it goes like this hannibal lecter (laughs) and you know once it covers their eyes and their teeth i'm a little safer and then i've got also the um kevlar lined gloves and these aren't particular police gloves but um where they can't bite through this. Right. And it gives and some cats, protection. Some cats need that. Well, yeah, and, and then I've even got the sleeves because I've got some cats that just get ballistic. And so I've, I'm all gloved up. Right. And so protected. No, no nails, no teeth, you're... I can get through it. Right. Somehow or another, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, a, a cat that's really, really, you know, terrified, they think they're going to lose their life. They right. will fight tooth and nail. Yeah. Right? Interesting. And then and then I've got cats that will slowly <laughs> let their guard down over time because they actually develop a level of trust yeah. with you. And the only way you can gain an animal's trust is through just gentle handling and never, ever threatening their space, never losing your cool. And that's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. When you gain an animal's trust, it's so rewarding. Oh, that's the first sound we heard out of you, sweetheart. Yeah. He's like, um, I don't know about that. Yeah. That's a little weird, eh? Well, they finally, they'll hit a, p- a level of um, where their patience is now right. wa- waning. Right. Now, do you want to keep his tail, or do we want to shave it to the lion palm? I think we can shave it, because that's it. Produces a lot of hair. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. It'll grow back. It's just hair. It'll grow back, and you know what? It is cute, and he's got a fairly thick tail, yeah, so it won't like the base of his tail is. Yeah. Some cats have really skinny, little scrawny, bony. <laughs> Look funny. Yeah, I think I think he's part raccoon, uh, based on his tail. You know what? He could be part Maine Coon. Right. He's actually got that's cute though, written raccoon. <laughs> He's got the coloring of a Maine Coon, and he's and he's a large cat. Oh, is he a Norwegian Forest cat? Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. See, and I'm still learning about different breeds. So yeah, I wonder, are they similar to a Maine Coon? Maybe. I think so. Okay. Yes. Good boy. So they were um, chosen by the Norwegian royalty. Oh, these cats, yeah. and the re- reasons because they're good hunters. Mm-hmm. But they're very loyal to humans. They get along great with human beings. Well, but so do they, they will hunt other animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does he hunt then? Is he an outdoor cat? He was always an indoor cat. Because for the first three years of his life, we lived in an apartment. 
so we never let him outside. But he will stay by the window and he sees birds go by and uh, other cats and he just trembles. And he makes these funny... Yeah, that chatter. And, and funny funny sounds yeah. like a little, uh, yeah. I don't know, like a little siren. Like yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. So he really wants to go outside. Uh, I and I feel bad. I know. I know. It's a tough call. It's a really um, tough um, call whether you let your cat out or in. Luke Mankus is a realtor with Remax Kelowna. He loves what he does. We asked Luke if he had any regrets about moving here in 2011, and he always says, yeah, one regret, and that is he didn't move here sooner. When Luke came here, he didn't know anyone. He didn't know the neighborhoods or anything or anyone besides his daughter, who was six years old at the time. So he knows what it's like. Now, he's an expert and has helped well over 100 single people, couples, families, and investors with their real estate needs in the Okanagan. If you're new to our beautiful city, Luke can help you get connected with great lawyers, dentists, carpenters, landscapers, swimming pool installers, you name it. And whether you're new to Kelowna or not, Luke knows real estate. He can help you find a great property, negotiate a good deal, and hold your hand all the way through the process until the day you get your shiny new set of keys. Luke is known as a no-pressure kind of guy. He's had clients where it took even a year or more to get them into a property. He just doesn't believe in rushing things. On the other hand, when you decide it's time to act, he's diligent, and he'll work day and night until the job is done. Give Luke make us a call or a text message at any time, 778-215-4273. Again, that's 778-215-4273, 778-215-4273, to chat with Luke about real estate. So a cat like Henry, how often would you recommend shaving him? You know, because he came in with no mats, um, he looks like his coat is fairly maintainable. He probably would only need once a year. And when I would, the next time I would suggest for him to come in is in springtime, early springtime, okay. like the middle of May, end of May. Why not beat that shedding yeah. stage, right? Because they'll start to shed as soon as it gets warm. And sometimes people will wait till July, August, when it has started matting, because yeah. it's the shedding that causes the matting. Why not eliminate that stage? Yeah. And then you have a nice clean house all spring. Have Would you had a lot of shedding? The amount of uh, tumbleweeds, I call them, or fur, <laughs> that go around our house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has increased since Henry's joined our family. Yeah. I'll bet. Uh, would you ever travel to do a pet, or do, um, do they have to come here? You know, I have thought about traveling to other towns that don't have a cat groomer like the um, Penticton or Vernon, and I happen to know now uh, that uh, Penticton's just lost their cat groomer. I guess they did have somebody good there. Right. And I've also got clients coming from Vernon. So th I would consider traveling in that respect, but not home to home. Yeah. And the reason is, is because uh, when you pull a cat out of its environment, they're intimidated, Yes. and that's part of my edge. So when they're in their own home, they're more territorial, and they're probably going to put up more of a fight. Interesting. And it's not gonna not gonna go as well. Well, Henry looks totally different, but he <laughs> he still looks great. I mean, he looks really nice as a short-haired cat. I thought he would look kind of crazy, 
and funny, but uh, but he looks really good. Well, and you know, people actually love this look. And really, when you should be getting them done is right before you have a party. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it makes a really good um, topic of conversation and a few laughs when the cat comes walking in the room like, I'm too sexy for this house. <laughs> <laughs> and how do dogs differ from cats when it comes to this process? Um, you know, like a dog doesn't need their owner in here because they, they settle down and they're, when an owner would be in here, they'd be more distracted. Uh, whereas cats are the opposite. They're actually comforted by their owner. So, um, and dogs are generally more domesticated. I'll, I'll say almost more domesticated than a, than a cat. Like we all know there's some grump, grumpy cats out there and they will swat at you from just instinct. So generally dogs are easier and that's why more groomers will do dogs and not cats. Mm -hmm. They're safer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you notice he really doesn't mind it. I mean, it's upper body. Yeah. When you get close to his body, he gets uh, pretty nervous. Yeah, when you start yanking on their legs, like I've just held him in a way that nobody else has probably ever bothered to hold him. I mean, do you ever hold him like this? No. no. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> What would you like? <laughs> do you do any other animals besides dogs and cats? Mm, I've had the odd person bring in birds to clip wings, and I had wow. somebody bring in a rabbit once to have nails done, but, <laughs> you know. You ever shaved a hamster? No. <laughs> no, that would be tricky, <laughs> eh? <laughs> but you know what? Short-haired cats. Uh, I have two short-haired cats. That's them up there, and I do a mohawk on them. Um, because the short-haired cats sometimes are worse shedders than a long-haired cat. Right. Their hair kind of weaves through everything, whereas a long-haired cat, it'll roll across the floor in balls. Oh, tumbleweeds. Yeah, tumbleweeds. <laughs> well, there we go. Let's set them down and let me watch you strut and stuff. There we go. Don't you look handsome? He looks yeah. cute, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's got this lion look. We'll put... We'll put Pictures in the show notes, but he's got his full head of hair and then a little bushy tail at the end of his normally very thick raccoon-like tail. It's now thin. They feel like I, what I always yeah. describe as a horse's nose. Yep. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about it, but tell us why this is good for, for cats. I mean, uh, it looks really neat. Well, we're we're going to be happy with less hair. But how is it good for the cats? It's it's good for the cats in, in an environment like we live in here in Kelowna. It can get so hot. I mean, can you imagine wearing that fur coat all summer? I feel sorry for some animals that aren't um, maintained where they get really matted and they're having to suffer through the heat. The other one is the, the fur balls swallowing that hair. And then the third one is, um, well, dematting, getting rid of lumps. Like I have cats come in that have big, huge lumps on them. And that hair actually starts to pull and rip the hair right out of the skin. So mm. then once I get them shaved down, they have bald spots. And then the, the fourth reason is for the, the owner's comfort, um, just having less hair all over the house, on the beds, on the couches. It's, it's a win-win for the animal and the owner. So you did your cat, and then I guess you started talking to friends and people you knew about this. Did people think you were kind of crazy? when you first started talking about this um, or were they like oh I'll check that out yeah it, it just kind of started to trickle in um, 
I, I ended up ta- making up a, getting a website made up, which I was really dense about. You know, I'm not very computer literate anyway, and I'm like, oh my god, it's intimidating. Got a website made up, and that was so helpful mm. because that's when I started having people contact me, and and, um, and it didn't take long for my business to really grow. Um, I kept my prices down, and um, I'm, I'm very particular about how they're handled. And people saw that, recognized it, and knew their cats were in safe hands. Do you do grooming for, uh, I know people enter dogs into dog shows. Are there any cat shows? Does oh, that yeah. exist? Well, th- yeah, but you would never see a, a, a shaved cat in a cat show. Huh. People that go on cat shows, they're going in there with beautiful Persians that have been bathed and meticulously yeah. combed. <laughs> Right. Yeah, lots of work. And uh, he, he seems to be sniffing around. How, how do the animals do with other animal scents? Does that freak them out? Or? No, that's a sign of him being um, uh, comfortable in the environment. He's not stressed out. If he were stressed out, he'd go to a corner and sit and just curl up. Right. But he's actually enjoying himself right now. So he's going to be he's very comfortable with what just happened. Yeah. The process. Are you from Kelowna? Originally Calgary, but I've been here for 40 years. 40 years. How did you end up in Kelowna? Uh, my mom had moved here, so I moved here when I was 18. And at the age of 18, I started hunting into the pet, pet industry. I knew I was going to work with animals. Do you have any um, training other than just your experience with animals? No, I just learned under an apprenticeship. Started from the bottom. And I think that's the best way to learn because you're either going to stick it out and go through that growing stage, doing the, the grunt work, the dirty work. Yeah. And if you're not going to, I'm not willing to do the grunt work, the dirty work, then you don't love the animals enough. Right. You've got to really love animals to do this job right. for as long as I have. The average um, spam for a groomer is about five years. They get burnt out. Wow. Yeah, they can't deal with the personalities, the, the impatience, aggression anger, frustration, um, and you do have to be really patient with animals. I'm not patient in other parts of my life, (laughs) but I am with animals. (laughs) And it comes easy if it's your passion. Yeah. What do you love most about this job? Oh, mm, wow, that's a big question. I love interacting with the animal. Like, um, when, when people are not in here, like I, you know, with the dogs, I'm, I sound like a complete moron talking with my animals and kissing them and cuddling them and doggy voices and mm. puppy voice, you know, goofy voices because that's what they, they hear that from their owners. Right. <laughs> that's what calms them. Yeah. And so I enjoy just hanging out with the animals. I'm, a, I'm more of an animal person than I am a people person. Do you have a preference between dogs and cats? I used to be a huge dog person and now I am more... I'm more attracted to cats now than I am dogs. I would have never imagined that because I was absolutely dog crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you still love dogs. Oh, I do. I still have dogs. Yeah. I still have two chihuahuas. And I have a cat. Do they get chafed? No. no. They're too short. They're, they're really short-coated. Like a Doberman. Like I had Dobermans for 25 years. Yeah. And then I just had my standard poodle put down in February. So, yeah, I love dogs. I really love my cats. Right. Like, it's crazy. I, I, I cuddle with them and kiss them, and they sleep with me, and I'm just, oh. How many cats do you own? 
Um, I have two now. I did lose one here in the fall to the circle of life, I'm sure. Yeah. We never know what happens to our outdoor cats. Oh. I know. That's the yeah. hard part. But you know that I wrestled with that because I decided that I had to just um, process my grief in exchange for that animal having a really good life. Because I, I mean, I, I, if, they, if they're raised from babies indoors, they get used to that, and that's fine. It works for a lot of people, apartment dwellers. You know, if they want an animal, then, and that's the only way they can have that animal, then, then do it. But if I have the option where I can, I'm in an area where they might be relatively safe, then it's great. They love being outside. Mm -hmm. So tell us about your opening hours and what's the best way for people to find you? Google page. So I have all my photos and everything on there. Google Classy Cat Cuts and then uh, Facebook um, and then word of mouth referral. I, I, all the vets in town refer me, probably, you know, 80% of them. Mm -hmm. I just won't say all, sorry. Um, the SPCA knows about me. So yeah. Tuesday through Saturday, and then I do every other Saturday off, so I alternate between the Thursdays and the Saturdays, mm. giving people that work uh, throughout the week an option on the Saturday. Kim, um, we'd like you to nominate someone to come on the show. So someone you know in the city of Kelowna in any type of business or field that has an interesting story to tell, uh, who would you like to nominate? You know, the first person that comes to the top of my head is a lady I know named Shannon McKenzie. Okay. And she is an um, ind independent distributor for Monate hair care products, mm -hmm. which I'm also involved in. And she is, I consider, a really dynamic businesswoman that's uh, doing very, very well and uh, very inspiring to, to anybody that wants to look at another way of making money, and particularly women. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for shaving Henry. I don't know where he's gone, but... Uh, oh, there he is. He seems happy. But thanks very much. Well, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I feel humbled. <laughs>